This episode of the podcast is brought to you by LCS Wellness and Sports Recovery. LCS is located at 31 Cessna Drive in Caboolture in Queensland. The Wellness and Sports Recovery Centre has hot and cold baths, compression therapy, infrared saunas. It, it's a great facility, excellent for runners, uh, park runners, uh, soccer players, fighters, a- anyone who's doing sport and pushing their body to the limit. This is a great place to go for your recovery. Um, I visited on the weekend. Yeah, I felt fantastic after it. So check them out. I'll, I'll put the link to the their social media pages and websites in the show notes. So check it out. And if you stay tuned to the end of the podcast, we did an interview with Mike, the owner, and he explains the science behind some of the equipment that, that they've got there. Yeah, basically how it all works. So Stay to the end of the podcast and check it out. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Welcome to episode 17 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Did I get that right, Nate? The running podcast for the average runner by average runners. Yeah, that'll do it. The podcast by average runners for average runners. Booyakasha. Yeah. Mate, we've got a full house tonight. Woo! The infamous Bradley Wax Cullen is in the house. For half is. an hour. Fraser, Mr. Beachfront Barden is in the house. Yo, yo. The Spartan Sparling is in the house. Only just. And the mountain goat himself, Nathan Barden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Wooly. Yeah. He's here. Yeah. And myself, Wooly. Chafed as, but he's here. Got some See, bad chafing. Wild and Wooly. Do you remember that, mate? Yeah, that was um, who was the commentator? Famous Uh, commentator, wasn't he? What's his name? Steve Steve Holdsworth. Yeah, Steve Holdsworth. Yeah, he did the commentating on Eurosport, and he used to commentate our fights when he used to do the video. And if Steve's first fight, it was a little bit when it was a bit, I think, went a bit wild in a couple. I was just trying to take his head off. (laughs) (laughs) Big freaking overhand right. He goes all wild and woolly. Yeah. Uh, Steve, did, uh, did Cambosa win or not? No, he lost, man. Lost, lost on points. Yeah, it was, it was a yeah. close fight, but he just well, yeah, he didn't outbox with the with the reach, reach yeah. advantage, jab. And he too, just didn't do enough, did he? Too evasive, the um, Haney. Yeah. Maybe actually it might be something, might be a different result, but I, I don't know. Pretty hard fight. It was 18 to 12, one, one judge. I think the other one was 19, yeah. 11. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, didn't win Bounce that many to rounds, to be fair. Yeah, 10 rounds to two. Pretty spewing. Lucas Brown won, though, which is a surprise because he's about 45. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He got knocked out by... Um, Gallon. Gallon, didn't he? He should rematch Gallon after that fight because they'll both get paid heaps. Yeah. And... um. 
He could. I can't he believe could probably... Brown lost to him though. I can't believe Lucas Brown lost to Gallo though. Crikey. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Oh, sorry, see, I, yeah. I don't mean to be rude, but that's embarrassing. See the other result that uh, uh, Welshman beat that uh, Asian champion. Oh Not yeah. Asian. Yeah. I can't think of his name. My yeah. boss went to the uh, composer Dev- fight. Devastating knockout, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, knockout of the year, they reckon. Yeah. <laughs> my, my boss had tickets to the Cabosa fight and the party. So he knows a few of the, He knows all the, he, You know, he's friends with uh, Sam Greco. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll start. Cha- we we'll have to change this to eat, sleep, box, repeat. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> all right, let's Sleep, get into it. Let's yeah. um, Sport, repeat. Uh, Steve, how's your week been, mate? I've had, yeah, I've had really? a, I've had an all right week, but I'm still a little bit affected by that sickness I've had. Um, I'll quickly go through my week because it's not 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 that impressive. It was actually a down, like a sort of like a recovery week on the program, and yeah. um, I think it was geared up for me to have a real red hot crack at park run, but yeah, that didn't go. But to that's plan. good though. I think you know. If you've had a few hard, heavy weeks and you've had a pretty relaxed week, Spartans had a pretty relaxed week as well. I don't know about the other two. Um, mine wasn't too much in the week, but it ended up being a big yesterday run. Big but Saturday. Much, you know, if you're feeling, if you're, if you're feeling um, not great as well and you've done some good training, there's nothing wrong with having a week or yeah. two. Like, look at me for the noosa when I had that calf pull two weeks out. And um, I just read for the whole week. You know, like it actually probably do you better, better than good. Yeah, mm. classic example of that is in the results I'll read out a bit later. One of the local guys, Nathan Williams, that I, um, he's one of the striders. I'll uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go through that when I do the results. But yeah, he had it. he had a couple of weeks off, and he had a great result just recently. So yeah, so Monday I was um, had a rest day because I'd done the thirty five k the day before at the um the podcast group run and then um tuesday was 11k easy wednesday i had a session which was um uh 10 by two minutes at 5k pace and um i did that on the treadmill at the gym because the wind was so bad didn't want to face it and then um so i got through that pretty well i felt pretty good but not the best, but I was sort of like, oh no, I'm, I'm going good. And then um, Thursday was in the gym, lifting weights, just doing my normal routine on the legs. Uh, Friday was like a 5k easy. And I think it was all set up for me to have a real crack at park run. But at park run, I just, uh, like I, I gave it everything I had, but I just had nothing in the engine. Like, um, I was having a bit of a battle with David Sweeney. We spoke about him on the podcast a few times. He's a really good masters, um, runner. And, uh, I was just hanging on to him for dear life for the first two laps of the North Lakes park run. And uh, as we were coming into the last lap, I was thinking if I'm going to like beat this guy, I've got to make a move now. And literally, as I was thinking that he made a move and just shook me and that was it. Like he dropped me on the last lap and I, I tried to like go with him and I just couldn't, I was like, just too, too fatigued. I just didn't feel, didn't just didn't feel good. So I was, I run 1738 and um, 
I was a bit like um bit pissed off because I wanted to run closer to 17 minutes. So I definitely thought I'd be fit enough, but I'm obviously still a little bit just not quite right with that. Like my whole house, the boys are still coughing and oh, it's just gross, you know. So, um, Dave, Dave only got you by about nine or 10 seconds. Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I think, I think, it, I think you got, I think you got, uh, yeah, I think you got 17, 28 and you got 17, 38 roughly. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I was trying beating to the part run. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, yeah. He just shook me and with one lap to go and I couldn't go with him and uh, mate, full credit to him. Cause I think he was getting a bit of revenge cause I've done that to him once before. So I was due for it, but um, yeah. So then, so I did the park run and I was like, Oh, I was a bit like a bit down about that. Just feeling, you know, I thought I'd just feel a lot fresher, but um, still a good run. And then this morning I run 30K nice and easy with um, Kim Dingwell at Sandgate. There's nothing easy about 30K. Yeah, yeah it was a little <laughs> bit. Um, oh, you know, we run through like Redcliffe and over the bridge and there was a triathlon on. At, mm. um, you know where they've got the water park there at Redcliffe? Yeah, so yeah. there was people everywhere. Probably a bit cold. Oh, man, the water would have been freezing. Ooh. But you know the oh, yeah, swim that leg, that was about a hundred meters where they could walk or run, yeah. like a waist yeah. deep water. That's, 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 that <laughs> that's exactly what I said, Fraser. I was like, man, that, <laughs> I'd like to do that one. It's the same as that. Yeah, that, that, on? that um, yeah, 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 yeah full it's length that, that corporate one. Remember them corporate ones we've done yeah. before down at South. Oh, yeah, they were great. Just, I'd do them again. Meters out, and then start soon. We should. Do we should do one as a as a podcast team. Yeah. Fraser, they do them still? Yeah, yeah. They're Can quite you get expensive. Um, yeah, well, they're quite expensive to enter in that now. I think it's like five, six hundred dollars a team or something. Mm. They sort of slowed all that stuff down in COVID, didn't they? But now it's all yeah. kicking off again. I think it's. I think they do it still. Yeah. So that was my week. It was only um, sixty-six k, which is a fair bit lighter than the rest of the weeks. But I've I've looked at the program, and this next week coming is um. Is, is a bit bigger. At 77. Mm. But um, after park run, I should mention it. Um, if you've, if you're listening to the podcast, you'd have heard the ad played at the start, but I went to um, LCS recovery, LCS wellness and sports recovery at Caboolture. They've been kind enough to sponsor the show. And um, I used all their recovery rooms and um, hot and cold baths and stuff. And um yeah, if you listen to the end of the show, I did an interview with the with the boss man up there, Mike, and uh, he goes through all of the uh, all the equipment they've got. And man, it was really really good. You boys are, are all um, coming up next time with me. We'll get in yeah. there. It'd be interesting to see who can stay in the cold bath the longest. Yeah, because I was shaking uncontrollably after two minutes. I had to get out. And then this, I went back into the hot bath and then I went into the cold bath. And the second time I went in, I managed to last three minutes and then three minutes in the heat, three minutes in the cold. And I did that, I think five or six times, but. What temperature they set at? The, the cold bath was at eight degrees. Yeah. And the hot, and the hot was at 40. Yeah. yeah wow. Well, that's a big change in tempo. Mm. He went through the, he goes, he went, if you listen at the end of the show, I'll play the interview I did with him. And um, mm -hmm. he went through the science of all the, like the temperatures and stuff. And 
He did say that there's not much difference in the studies between eight and 12 degrees. So they can run it at 12, deg 12 degrees, but it's easier to um, keep it clean if they keep it cooler. Yeah. So he just said, yeah, we keep it like really cold and less bacteria. And yeah, Steve. I was going yeah. like uncontrollably just the first two minutes that I did. And then the second one, I managed to, I was like, trying to like just breathe through it and then i did actually get the hang of it but i did yeah, um i did the hot and cold baths the infrared sauna and um the uh compression therapy which is basically they put these um sleeves on your legs and it pumps like they pump up with air and go right on your legs and then when it releases you feel all like the blood rush back into your legs and stuff yeah so it's really, yeah. it speeds up recovery and yeah, it's, it was, it was excellent. So if you're on the North side of Brizzy, definitely get up there and check it out. Cause it's, um, yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, where is it? Uh, at Caboolture, 31 Cessna drive Caboolture. Yeah. Um, we should all um, <laughs> go somewhere local like Harris Avenue at Caboolture there or Narangbar. And then that's only a, a skip away to Caboolture afterwards and have a really hard park run all together and then go yeah, out yeah. afterwards for that. Yeah. That'd be cool. I yeah, idea. I have no, to say I, my spa, like is set at like thirty eight point nine or thirty eight point three, and that is nice to sit in. It's just yeah. just the right temperature, not too hot. I was actually sitting in it yesterday afternoon when I got home, and I was sweating. Yeah, I was that warm <laughs> in it having a beer. Yeah, um, and um, I have to say that my legs feel like I've not got any quad hamstring or calf ache my it band is tight and that's what was giving me trouble yesterday but i my legs are fine matil can't believe that i'm up and about and been digging fence post holes today nice. like, I just, why don't you um explain what you've done through the week nath whilst you're talking yeah, okay. about that i just did a um 11k trail run on, on tuesday wednesday i just went and did i wasn't feeling great i just went and did a 5k quick out and back um trail run and road sorry and, mate just um, to, just to butt in just for the listeners what event yep. is it that you're specifically training for now training for the brisbane trail ultra the btu 110 event which is 110 well it's meant to be 110 110 kilometers 116 kilometers that's if southeast queensland water give the permit for btu to run on the you know wherever they want to run so they're looking at con three contingency plan routes they've got. Um, it just depends which one of those Southeast Queensland water. And I expect people who run the guzzler as well will be governed very similar to that as well. So um, guys, I bumped into my mate, uh, shout out to Nick Woollett. He's back out running. He, um, he slipped a few weeks back and uh, in his pole, he had his wrist, his hands down through the loops on his pole and he twisted, couldn't get his hand out. And he actually snapped his wrist um, and he ended up having a plate put in it. And he's, um, he's back out running now. And they went down hellhole yesterday at Mount Nebo and uh, black soil. And um, they said um, hellhole has dried up really well, even more so than last week. So um, it's dry. If it carries on like that in five weeks time, when BTU's on, I can't see there being a problem. Like you just have to hop across one, like one rock, and you're across the across the creek. So um, 
Yeah, so that's the, that's the event I'm training for. Um, it'll be approximately 110 or so plus kilometers, um, but we'll wait and see the official course um, that we run. So, so on Saturday I went out and did um, just south. It's called South Boundary Road. It's a fire trail. So if people listening on the other side of the world don't um, understand what a fire trail is, it's basically a cut through the forest. So um, the, the um, rural bush, firefighters bush can get out there. If there's a bushfire, they can get out there with their trucks to fight the fire. So um, it doesn't stop the fire from passing through because it'll just it'll leap easily from tree to tree. But it's called a fire trail because it's cut through so they can get their fire trucks um, to different parts of the forest. And, and Mount Niebuhr, Mount Glorious Forest is huge. It's a big, big forest. There's a lot of units there. There's probably koalas all up in through there. So they need to protect that and, and stop as much of it burning as they can if there is a fire. Um, and people are allowed to use those. It's like public right of way. Um, some of them get shut off from time to time due to whatever. But um, I went and ran South Boundary Road from, I went from Trek to Health House, which is right by Inaugural Reservoir. And um, we got, uh, I could tell you about uh, becoming the Red Run, which is a run run on um, a Remembrance Day in November every year. And I've become the race director uh, for that uh, from this year moving forward. Cool. So we'll uh, hopefully get plenty of people out there on uh, Remembrance Day to run. Um, there's no cost, there's no entry fee. It's just there's a minimum fundraising. I think it's $50 and you get a T-shirt for raising like $50. Um, so I, I ran South Boundary Road um, from Trek to Health House up past the reservoir um, and then all the way to the top to Mount Nebo Road and return. That's 44 kilometers so, um, and 1,600 meters of elevation. So um, a good crack. Uh, I did it on my own. Steve was sparling was meant to join me, but he's had a lot of work on at the moment, not been feeling great. So um, I thought, oh, I'm just going to go and do it anyway. And I bumped into Nick Woollett, my mate, who just said, you know, his wrist. So it's good to see him out there. Well done, mate. If you're listening, um, yeah, you're looking good and getting back into some some training. He was with his mate, Simon, who's actually doing BTU 110 as well. Um, and the trail's really dry. You could have run that in, I could have run that in my Keanos. No problem at all. I, w I wouldn't have worried at all about in that in my Kayanos. It was so dry. I think some of the other trails, depending on what they're like, might be. Obviously, you need a good pair of trail shoes. And, um, yeah, it felt pretty good. The legs felt all right. The only issue I was getting was that left heel, the um, called insertion tendonitis. My left heel from the Achilles there, that was got a bit sore, but it's fine today. And then... The outside of my right foot was getting sore. Felt pretty bruised this morning. That's um, from having your shoe too tight, mate. Remember? I think that might be from the shoe being too tight because it really started playing up when I was, I was coming <coughs> downhill and my feet were slipping. So I did the lock lace and tightened my shoe up. And I was like, oh, that feels a bit tight. So I reckon on the outside of the foot, it's halfway along the foot. You know, there's a bit of a bone that sticks out as mm. um, it goes down. It was just on the edge there. So I don't know if I'm running a bit weird, but my glute was tight. I mean, TFL was tight down to me, ITB, and that might have been put in tight. My left leg was fine. So no mm. problem at all in that. So it might have been, been the issue. But um, 44K, I was pretty happy with that. It's like five hours, 44 minutes of running time. 
Um, I sort of pretended I was actually in the BTU 110 and how would I tackle this? Would I, I wouldn't go flying off, you know, like trying to hit four minute K going downhill or something. I just eased myself down it and just took my time. Yeah, well done. Great solo effort. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah it, was, it was pretty tricky. I mean, my sugar was running high. So for the whole run, I only drank half a litre of electrolytes, half a litre of water, and I had one cookie and a couple of a couple of um, uh, like shortbread biscuits because my sugar was so high that I um, I couldn't didn't get I didn't, I didn't take my injection yeah. with me and it was just going through the roof. So I was lucky I had water and that. And get when I got back to the car, though, I just smashed myself with some insulin and just a can of Coke, cookies, rice pudding. <laughs> I was just just really piled on the calories. But I got home and I was weighing seventy kilos. So that tells you. I lost about two or three kilos in that run because I wasn't yeah. able to keep eating and drinking. I was expecting to drink two liters of, of electrolyte drink and I, I only drank 500 mil. So I can't believe that I didn't cramp or like completely not make it. Um, when, when you sent that video through to the group on Facebook in the messenger chat, uh, you, geez, you look like real, like thin and gaunt, like yeah. in the video. A little yeah. bit. That was at halfway. I yeah, thought I'll wait till high. you finish before I say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely um, lost a bit of body fat um, on Saturday. Yeah. Hey, Wax has done a couple of proper runs this week. How you been, Wax? Yeah, not bad, boys. Uh, a bit tired today because I did that um, 18K around the jetty area in Redcliffe. Yeah. And uh, bumped into you know Noel McBurney. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was uh, a triathlon, and um, yeah. But I had a pretty. I've been uh, been I think the seventh week gone now. I've been racking up uh, over fifty k's. I got sixty and I got fifty two this week so far. Uh, Monday I did uh, was it the thirtieth? Just eight k. And then the June the first was uh sixteen Ks and that howling wind, which is pretty tough. So yeah, the wind was bad the, this week, wasn't it? Yeah, Monday, yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. All right, was it Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday was real. Wednesday there were so was many shocking. trees down. There were so many trees down up through Mount Nebo. Some of them have been cut, obviously, probably by Southeast Queensland water, but there was there was litter in the in the place. That's why um, I did my session awesome. in the gym. Yeah. Wax, yeah. wax cops it more than most because we've got all tree protection. He's down on the water. And it's just yeah. a big open area. It just cops it full grunt, eh? And he doesn't leave. Yeah. He doesn't leave the um, the headland there, does he? Never leaves the peninsula. <laughs> no, and I don't run on treadmills either, so leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> you should get one. Nah, not yet. When I get older, I might. Yeah. There you go, boys. No, anyway, but the, the, I, if you look at the Strava, I've come up a little bit. To get out of that wind because you know I did eight I did eight k and then I turned around there and came eight k back so you're gonna cop it either way you can't hide from it we on I mean and then uh, the next day was uh, ten times two hundreds with a I think I did a, just a little warm up and a k warm down and then uh, I did the fiftieth park my fiftieth park run on the Saturday yeah oh, well nice done, mate. mate well done brother. Yeah, it was yeah. good because it's got a few claps there. I, I let Robin know she's done quite a few down there. And I'm, I know a few people there now. And 
we got Scotty down there. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. And now uh, I've got um, 20 minutes, uh, what was it, 20 minutes, 43. Oh, I haven't, yeah, it was a hard round because you always get a bit of wind, but I haven't pushed it to where I'm, you know, like you say, really, uh, red line, you know, I'm just going to work into that because it, yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, in good form, think, though. You're not far off your best run at Redcliffe yeah, there, too. Yeah, yeah, getting there. That was 10 seconds away, but I didn't even bother with it. I just wanted to have a good run. Yeah, you reckon you'll get the shirt, Brad, the 50 T-shirt? Uh, it's red color, isn't it? Yeah. If it wasn't bright red, I'd probably think about it, but it's still <laughs> mine. <laughs> but anyway, I did the 2K call down after that, and then, yeah, like today, uh, did 18K just... And I'll tell you one thing anyway, lads, um, that park run uh, on Saturday, I was I held out. Well, I was in sixth place from the start. I held out sixth place. And, um, yeah, it was lonely. Usually there's a few around me, but uh, fifth and fourth were probably 50 metres ahead. And then, yeah, it was a pretty lonely, you know how you can go on lonely runs, even in half marathons and whatnot, yeah. you can get lonely. Um Especially along that waterfront, the where that yeah, park run is, Jesus, it just gets so windy along yeah. there. There's no one there. I think the next seventh was a minute and something behind me, and then um, so that's that, two good weeks of um, park runs. Is that the best position that you finished in? Yeah, it is, and uh, the times are just. I knocked off only three seconds from last week, but you know, well, it's been um, seven weeks of racking in the fifty k and. Yeah. yeah, and I said before, I've got 60. Um, I'm only 8K, 8K away from, but I still want to get, you know, develop more into that. I'll get right up there with the Ks and um, and just and just, just go into it and not rush into it too quick. No, nah, it's good shit, mate. Well done. Yeah, speed at the moment, isn't you? Mm. Yeah, the right. speed's okay. I, I know I can, uh, the last K, I can smash it. Most of my runs I've been able to... Um, but not this weekend gone with the uh, park run, but last week I didn't have much of me to finish with, but I always seem to have in the last car, I can really pull that um, speed up. But like uh, the one just gone, if I, if I look at my splits, they were consistent and more stronger than any park run before really, except for that one when I got 20 minutes 32, I think it was. Yeah. But I'm real close anyway, and I'm not, too worried about it. I'm just going to let it happen. And that's, your that's park run's it. always pretty consistent. Sort of you, recently, your park runs have been pretty close to your PB and that, haven't they? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like me, slowly getting quicker and quicker. Yeah. Well, I sacrifice quite a bit too. You know, I don't get on a drink with the boys after work now. And I uh, maybe had one or two a week where I was having, uh, I don't know, four or five every day. And then mm-hmm. Saturday having uh, six beers and five bourbons. I'm just being honest, and then try and give up a week or two out before half, and then. Mate, mate do you want the address for AA in Redcliffe? <laughs> <laughs> that was a battle, but uh, yeah, like I said, when your dad was serious that day, it made me think, and then I thought back to my Muay Thai days, not here in Australia, but back home in New Zealand. Um, and I even thought about it. It was a lonely run today on that 18k. It was. Yeah, you know, it's lonely as yeah, so just on my own, but whatever. Um, 
I but you mean not doing 44K up uh, Mount Nebo and back? Well, that'd be lonely too. But, you know, I think on my runs, Nathan, I, I think about, you know, a lot of people have um, put time in and, and you said you could do this, you could do that. And uh, I'm going to give it a good shot this time properly, you know? Uh, good Regardless you, of all that, I, I think Brad's recent efforts at Parkrun, probably he's got the most Ks in his legs he's probably had. He's consistently the last two months, you know, plugged away and got 50, 60 Ks. How many K for the week? 52 so far, just over after today. Yeah. See, it's another solid week. Yeah, you mean so far you're going out for another run? Uh, no, I've got to do that. Uh, now, <laughs> no, I would, but I am tired, um, Fraser, um, I can I can feel it sometimes, you know. I feel it after the park run when I get back home. But I've had an Epsom salt bath, and um, I'm going to take the daughter out for a driving lesson. So I've got oh. to. But I think, uh, look, it's been windy this week, and the wind really takes it out of you. Like Matil came home, and she goes, "What have you got on your lips?" And my lips were just so sore and mm. red from being yeah, out chapped. in the in the weather. It just dries you right out. Like I can feel like. Like my skin's dry. I'll tell you one thing, mm. mate. That's funny you said that, but today on that 18K, I thought, man, I've done something. You know, got dry as lips, but it was burning my face. And I'll tell you what I, I realised. Because I'd had a shave before I'd gone for that run, <laughs> the, the salt from the, because it's around the beach, was oh, yeah. burning my yeah. face. Dingy. I thought, oh, my gosh, I've got wind burn on my face. Never no, go, never have a shave. Day before on the run, it was the sand. Would have been the sand in there hitting me. Yeah, yeah. Your, skin, your skin would have been well dry. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. getting smashed. I, I couldn't believe. I thought it was a nice aftershave balm. I thought I was getting sick or something. I thought something was happening to my skin. It dries you out that wind, like you know, you yeah. just you just feel a bit weather beaten. And yeah. probably there's weather beaten. There's a lot of flu around. And yeah. not flu, there's colds. I think everyone's just a bit like, just let his body, we're all training hard. Sometimes you need to listen to your body and say, I just need to, a few vitamins, have a yeah. rest. Yeah. 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 Your, your lips, Nathan, be slightly dehydrated from Saturday. I know you said the wind's there and you run 44Ks and only had a litre of liquid during that whole run. Yeah. And, and the problem is the wind dried. You're probably still sweating, but you're drying out as you're running, so you wouldn't even realise you're you sweating realize, anyway. Yeah, you're sweating. No, yeah. it was cold. I was actually got. I was actually cold up there on that hill a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, on the way up, probably more so on the way down because it was heating There's up there. But yeah. Nathan's, Nathan's tip of the week: even if you're not sweating, keep drinking. Yeah, yeah, it's a good tip there. Now we used to learn that in cycling because by the time you like you, you think, oh, I haven't sweated much, I don't need to drink much, but. The wind would, and you, if you're going along at 30k an hour, that's like standing in a 30k an hour wind. So mm. it, it whisks the sweat away from you before you've not even known. You think, oh, I haven't sweated much, but you don't realize it. No so, Fraser, uh, how's your week been? You've had the kids this week. Um, yeah, I've done, um, been busy work too. I've had to, I've done a couple of runs on the treadmill. I did 12k this morning on the treadmill. 12k uh, how long did that take like an hour or so so what do you when you're on a treadmill 12k what do you do you watch um have you got the I've ipad, iPad on my phone i just watch like youtube videos or something like i watch this guy ennis someone he tours like these multi-million dollar houses and stuff i usually like just watch that because they're like 45 30 minutes 45 minute of video so a couple of them and then and i'm done but just watching that it like time goes so quick yeah, it's a long time though, still 12k on a treadmill. Uh, it's a bit boring, yeah. On a After treadmill. 20 minutes, 
it gets a bit easier, I reckon. Yeah, I, I usually put I usually put a, a towel over the time and all that and just run without knowing. Yeah. I can't seem to run as fast. It seems faster when I'm doing like 10 kilometers an hour. It seems a lot faster than when I'm out on the road. Yeah, it does. So does mine. Yeah. But, yeah. It's mm. harder. Um, but I have a game of soccer Friday. I usually do like about six, eight, six K just playing in soccer game. Um, I've been to the gym three times this week. UK's like three, four K just at the gym when I'm warming up, warming yeah. down. You're doing something yeah. pretty epic this month. And for June, you're doing the push-up challenge, Fraser. So, you... uh, yeah, um, I've been, I haven't joined it, but yeah. I'm doing the push-ups. Like, okay. Like, so are you doing? Uh, is that an amount every day you do, like, or is it? Yeah, like a they, they, they give you a, they give you a set amount to do like every day. Like the first day was seventy-four. Yeah. And then, then the next day might be night, but you can do it like over the whole day. Like you can what's do. The, what's the grand total for the month? What are you trying to achieve? It's 3,176 push-ups in 20, 24 days. Yeah. Wow, that's massive. I did it, yeah, I did it a couple of years ago. Uh, I think one day is the biggest day. It's about 108. But, I mean, you could do more in one day. and then, Or if you miss a day, you can catch up the next day. But then you, you wouldn't want to miss more than two days. Just keeps building up. 300 to do in a day or something. Yeah, I think you and you and Nathan should have a bit of a challenge. He was talking to himself up the other week. And we'll talk calling him Mr. Shoulders during our 32k trail run because he's um, boasting he'd done 200 push-ups the day before. Yeah. So I think it was every minute, every minute for 20 minutes was 10 push-ups and oh, something yeah. else. I can't, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, it was it was 200 push-ups in 20 minutes the night yeah, before that I'll, last yeah, yeah, the last big trail run we done. It's for men's uh, men's um, mental health. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's good, man. What about you, Sparling? Oh, had a busy work week this week. Monday didn't run, just too tired, and um, probably should have had a rest day after the run with you last Sunday and Saturday. Sorry, last Saturday, and then the the um, group run Sunday. But um, I really wanted to run just. Got home late. I think Kylie took Emma to school and I just got home and went out and buggered. Next next day, um, I had a run in the morning. Uh, it was 10K. Um, sorry, that was the afternoon. 10K in the afternoon. So I was too knackered after work. So I just went to, to bed and I organised to have a run after Kylie got home from work. So she come out and did a, a loop of the park, which is 2.4K. Um, with Emma, she's on the electric motorbike. So that's pretty cool. Cool. <laughs> Can't keep up with her. It does like 22 Ks an hour. Is so, that electric motorbike or electric bike? Electric motorbike. It looks like a proper little Peewee 50, but it's electric. Do you need a license for that? I'm not sure. They'd have to catch her. But yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> I think you do. Yeah. But you can't go on the road. It's just sticking to the pathways. And I think it's no different to an electric scooter. They're limited uh, to 25 Ks an hour, where it's doing 22, as long as you stay on the footpath and such. But they're just basically the same size as one of those a, a petrol peewee 50 i guess but pretty cool it's been handed down from jared when he was five and he's 16 this year and she's six so it's 10 years old wow. and we just replaced the little batteries in it and away it goes again it's another probably get another 10 years out of it wicked yeah so we did that in the afternoon and i just did um two and a half k with kylie and the rest solo up to 10 10.1 k tuesday was another uh, wednesday was another afternoon run 
Oh, that was a morning run. I'm all mixed up here. Yeah, there's another a late run. I got home from work late. Um, I think Kylie took Emma to, to work to school that day as well because I was I just didn't make the the pick up and drop to school time. That's the only thing um, about Strava. It doesn't put the day, does it? it just gives you the date. No, nah, just yeah, gives you the date. Yeah, that's why I go back you know, all the time. Was that, was that Monday or Tuesday? Mm, yeah, yeah. So that was a late run. That was at quarter past ten in the morning. So we had organised. Kalanga Club Kalanga, they call it, which is after school care at primary school. Um, she stayed there till Kylie picked her up at four, so I got to have a bit of a sleep in after having a late run. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, we got to Thursday now. I did a, a little progressive run in the afternoon, just a 5k, just to turn the legs over because I, I needed to sort of at this stage, <laughs> I was still running with Nathan on Saturday, and we all, we had planned a 42 or 43k run. So basically, I was trying to just turn the legs over and, and clock some some Ks up ahead of that. But at this stage, started feeling a bit sick, like just fluey. I don't know whether it was just the longer hours at work or just over over this past week. But yeah, it's starting to build up. It's only me and the boss at the moment. We should have a few extra workers. But yeah, just doing extra hours. I'm not sure how many hours he's doing. Probably 13 or something. But trying to sort of not not trying to keep up with him, but just help out. Saturday, I missed the run with Nathan. Um, didn't finish work till late didn't get to park run and then after I got home saw everyone's results and got out there and just did a at 20 was it 20 to 10 on Saturday um, did 14 k's so that's pretty pretty late start for me for a Saturday and it was just the easy pace HR run which is for me is about 517 just trying to keep the heart rate down about 130 135 and then today um a lunch run another late one bloody hell it's been a pretty late week no early runs for me um did a 18 and a half k today i just run down to sweeney's reserve thought i might go check out the park run there it's been closed for a bit down at petrie yeah um they yeah. got really badly affected by the floods the, the recent ones and also where, early in the year. where petrie is it it starts just down at um sweeney's reserve near the police station so you drive into sweeney's reserve just off the main roundabout at petrie there um, one of the back streets, um, and then it goes and out and back. It's pretty pretty hilly, I guess, for what it is. It's only about I think it's about eighty meters elevation. You get you do the last the first k, last k is probably the worst, and there's a couple of little hills in between. But mate, basically you run, do a turnaround, and come back. Uh, I think if you can, I think with fresh legs, you probably wouldn't even feel that first hill at the start. Probably goes up and down for about nine hundred meters of that first k. Um, and then the next K and a half to the turnaround points, pretty flat, I imagine. But um, yeah, it's not a very wide path. So as you go on, finish. you keep left. Tough yeah. finish though, isn't it? It is. You build up and then it's a downhill with a little rise towards the finish. But they've changed it. They can't do that finish anymore because the the storm and the floods wiped out the pathway. They just put a new pathway there. So I think after the month or so ago, we had that where Nathan flooded, they changed the finish. And then they got wiped out again. So they got all the new pathways there. The council's come and put some new concrete in. So obviously the old way where you used to finish has all been washed away. I've never heard of concrete being washed away, but it's not there anymore. So pretty hectic. And then, um, yeah, run. Lifted, didn't it? Oh, I did yeah, the Petrie yeah, Hill. I don't know if you guys drive through Kalanga down to Petrie. That's a pretty big hill there past the train line and stuff. So I did the out and back of that plus Petrie Park Run. Got about long, 200 meters. Long incline on the way home. <laughs> yeah. So that was all right. About 12 Ks in, just a steady trot up the hill. 
and then finished it off with about eight and a half Ks. So yeah, not too bad. Good week, but not not where I wanted to be. But yeah, it's a shame some of these other longer roads like Scout Road that goes into Margaret Road, Moor Road, don't have a um, a wider bit to them, or or like a, a cycle path, or you know, a footpath, and then like um narangbar road so great long road you just keep run 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 it once mm. it's pretty flat and if they had a, a wider path or a, a, a footpath there yeah it would just be great i mean there's so many people would use it i'm sure heaps of bikes use it they just need a shoulder on there like you know the half meter shoulder a lot of cyclists, the white yeah. line out yeah so that's well, all i need but that's where the new the western native to the Bruce Highway might go. So yeah. I think it's all up in arms of what's going on with it. But um, yeah, it could do with a, it, it's just a road and there's nothing, there's a white line, nothing. So if you're a yeah. cyclist, you know, it's like you um, you take your life in your own hands coming along there, especially with some of the trucks that come along there and, and the potholes that elite you up at the moment. Jesus. Oh, terrible. But all these roads, they have like really good intersections where they upgrade the intersections. They have the bikeway there. And then as you go down the road away from it, maybe half K, they just disappear and it goes to a white line with just a gravel edge. Like the gravel edge is no good for the road cyclists or runners, really. Um, just having that little shoulder on the edge of the road both ways would be awesome for everyone. But yeah, yeah it's a good loop for me. I could I could run down to Scout Road, run all the way to Dabra Road, run along, then come up like Torrens Road and then come along Narangbar Road. It'd be a great big circuit. Huge loop, yeah. But but and it's fairly flattish, but there's just not um there's just just not the the area to run on. No. So no. So yeah, end up finishing up the week um with uh fifty five K so not not as big as where I wanted to be. I wanted to do another 30Ks on that, which I had two rest days, Monday and Friday last week. Um, if I'd run them days plus the the extra Ks on Saturday with Nathan, I think I would have quite easily made it. But um, just not feeling the best, just a bit snotty and fluey. Hopefully it's not going any further. I hope we've got past that now after that run today. We'll start again got, next week. Know, if it was flu, you'd know it. You would have got worse. So you probably yeah. still, just a little cold, yeah. mate. Yeah. Anyway, we had some big results today, Steve. There's a, the Brisbane Marathon yeah. was on. Yeah. Huge results. A lot of I'm, PBs. I'm not sure about the... I think that they might have done some actual running events at that triathlon today. Might have mm. been the um, Morton Bay Running Festival, but I'm not 100% sure. If it is, we'll, um, we'll give them a shout next week. But the Brisbane Marathon was on today, and um, apparently it was a new course, a better course. And... Um, Jesus, some good results there. The the men's marathon was won by Wayne Spies in uh, two twenty eight, which is awesome. But he also won the Noosa marathon only eight days ago, which makes it like even more impressive. So, and I think he, I think he's mid forties too. So he's not like super young. So he's just a machine. So he was first. Second place was Joshua McMahon in 236 and third place was nick quinn in the in a 240 sorry and uh, the women's was won by chana murray bartlett in 257.33 second place was kyoto mura in 305.47 and third place was yvonne hilberg in 309.04 so um 
good times pretty good times. Yeah. It's yeah. A, the what, was, what was the men's like, running? The men's was running 228 by Wayne Spies. There's Wayne's 400 meters, 400 meters of elevation yeah. over that marathon. It's not a flat course. Jesus, that's a that's a pretty hilly course. Huh? Yeah. Mm, but yeah. man, that Wayne Spies won Noosa only eight days ago. Wow. Crazy, eh? Yeah. And he and he run two twenty eight at Noosa. Like, how's his body recovered from that? I don't know. Eight days. But um, yeah. yes, and then the half was won by Aiden Hobbs in uh, one hour and six minutes five seconds. Second place was Lachlan Cook in one hour, seven minutes and 57 seconds. Third place was Andy Day. Um, Andy Day's uh, another guy in his mid 40s. He's uh, run co partners with Paul Gourlay, who's done my training. He was third in one hour, 12 42. Um, the women's was won by Cassie Fain in one hour, 1602. Second place was Tennille Ellis in one hour, 16.45. Third place was Marina Wong in one hour, 18.46. So same again, shit hot times for the women. Pretty sure and, Tennille is um, new Balker's coach too. Uh, okay. Yeah. From Parkrun at North Lakes. We've spoke about her earlier as a Masters champion. She did the 10K Masters event recently. It's Neil, Coach Neil. She always refers to her as Coach Neil. That's her coach, I think. So yeah, I see her name in the results all the time. She's always winning or placing. So she's obviously yeah. excellent runner. Um, must give a couple of shout outs to a couple of the striders here who run uh, in the half. Chris Woolahan, who is Arvi Singh's coach. We had Arvi had a quick chat last week. He was fifth in one hour thirteen fifty two. Um, Chris is over 40 years old too. I'm sure he won't mind me saying. So that is just a super impressive result. And um, the guy that I was... That's a PB too, right? That's a PB. Yeah, yeah. Massive PB. So just goes to show, you know, you log the hours. You can can do anything if you put your mind to it. He's been building for that for ages too, doing lots of marathon training and half marathon I think he's going to get GC this year too. So that was his lead up to that. So that's a huge yeah. outcome. Yeah. yeah his, his training is super impressive. If you want to check him out on Strava, his name is Chris Woolahan. And um, geez, he runs some crazy sessions, eh? If you follow mm. him, just mad. Um, like lots of Ks, but big sessions too. Maybe that's the secret to it. But um, Matthew Flannery, who was on the podcast last week, and Glyn, who was also on the podcast last week. They both had really good runs, um, both looking good for the Goldie. Uh, Nathan Williams, who is another one of the striders, he ran a PB of 125.41, which is impressive as it is. He's actually had two weeks out with injury because he was training for the Goldie and um, he strained something in his leg, I think in his knee. And um, yeah, like you were saying earlier, Nathan, you know, a couple of weeks obviously doesn't really affect you that much when you've been putting in the, putting in the time. Cause he had a, he run a PB today. So he's, he's still really on track for um, PB at the, at the Goldie. And um, I'll, I'll quickly go through the 10 K results too. They're all, they're all familiar names. Kieran Perkins won the 10 K 29, 46. Second wow. place was Tim Fisk 30, 33. Third place was Gus Cannon 31, 43. Um, the women's was won by Olga 
Fasova in 33.53. Second place was Samantha Phillips in 36.07. And third place was Ryan Ringy in 36.54. So, bloody <laughs> more quick time oh, from the females as well. Yeah. Those boys, Matt and um, Glenn, that we run with last week, did you see their times? They both finished. They've been training together. I, I know they're both training for the GC Marathon. And this is just a lead-up event. But their times today, Glenn got a five-minute PB. Um, massive, which is, for him, that's huge. And he got an hour 26.53. And Matt Matt Flannery was an hour 26.50. So they finished three oh. seconds apart as training buddies. How's that? Must have had a race to the line. Uh, I think it goes on their net time, but they might not have run together. But their net time from the start point to finish point, yeah. you know what I mean? So they might not even be three seconds apart. They could have been a minute apart, but still yeah. that's the net time. When so they passed over the mat at the start. That's crazy, eh? Yeah. That's um three seconds. That's awesome. Daniel O'Hara run today too. He backed oh, up after he? the yeah, he run last week at Noosa, so eight days ago. Um he got a PB there, an hour thirty-six today, he did one thirty-nine oh two. Good run on so, that course. Yeah, for Hilly, he goes um, not as fast as Noosa, what he said, but way better um, as a runner, like um, visually, like just running. And he enjoyed it a lot more because there's a lot more to look at instead of going backwards and yeah. forwards over the same course, yeah. Pretty much what everyone's actually said, hey. It wasn't a yeah. quick course, but it was a really enjoyable course. So, yeah, that's two in a row for him. And he's, um, I think he's doing the next – the next one might be that um, – what's that one at Bracken Ridge – I think oh, Wax Queensland last half marathon. Yeah, Wax paced it last year. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's doing that next and then Gold Coast half as well. So And finishing off with the um, Bridge to Brisbane 10 at the end of the year. I reckon he'll get a pretty quick time at that Bridge to Brisbane late August after doing all these halves. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. new shoes. Yeah. He, I don't know if he's running them today. It'd be interesting. I've got one more result to go through. Um, yep. Arvi Singh, who... Just spoke about before he was on the show last week he won the bagara half marathon he was first wow. place and um smashed the course record uh, yeah he, i mean i'm not 100 sure of his official time but on strava it was 118.00 is that yeah. gara did you say yeah That's, like Bundaberg. Um, yeah Bundaberg. yeah yeah his pb That's time right. for the half was 117.43 it's a long course, and he beats second place by just over ten minutes. So he was in the he was, he was daylight for minutes between him and second place. That's huge. And I might be yeah. wrong, but I'm pretty sure he picked up five hundred bucks prize money for that. Oh, that's good. Fair balance. So, Probably just covers the uh, expenses getting there. Yeah, he, he could yeah. buy like ten pairs of Nathan's fifty dollars socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to do the trail yeah. results, Nate? Yeah. So, uh, so at um, Zagama in Spain, it's the uh, Golden Trail um, Series, World Series, and uh, Killian Jornay, who everyone who's into trails knows, he's like the goat. The man can run down a hill like you would not believe. Um, he's won the race nine times. And then he ran it at the weekend last weekend and won it again for the tenth time. So he knows the course so well, and uh, I watched it on YouTube. Yeah. So it's a marathon, forty-two meet, forty-two kilometers, but it's like two thousand seven hundred meters of elevation, and he did it 
in three hours and 36 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Like 430s, um, I think. I was, the guy on the mountain bike with the camera could not keep up with him going downhill. He was going that fast. And it wasn't like a technical trail. It was like single track. And he was absolutely flying. It looked like he was sprinting. Um, so he's beat the course record by nine minutes. So fair play. Um, just How amazing. good did it look on the YouTube when they were coming up the mountain and they had the just oh, hundreds of people packed. just screaming? Up there to the highest point. And it was like being at the Tour de France in the, in the Alps when they yeah. had the, the stages there. It was packed cowbells going. And the village that they went from is similar to where I'll be in, like, like in, when I'm in France. So it'd be that quaint little like Alp village and that. So it'll be, um, it, it's like there were so many people watching and cheering them on. It was just great to see. It was like fair play. They're really, really into their. Love and to all do the an event like that. There. Yeah. And in the men's, they had like um, some Ethiopians and Kenyans there. Um, it, it was a really good, good field. In the women's field, it was even more sort of like diverse because uh, Courtney DeWalter was running. She only came 10th, but it was probably a bit too quick for her. She's one of these girls who will run like a hundred mile as a base kind of trail race, you know, like she uh, ultra female. Race. She was 10th female, oh, but it was shit. probably too fast for that. Her style of race first was uh, Nienke uh, Brinkman. And she, she basically led the whole race. Um, she was at every checkpoint. She was first. Um, and the same again for um, Maud Mathies, who was second. She was second all the way through the race. So it, it and like watching it, Killian and I just went from the, uh, he was first, like right from the start. So he just led, led, led. But um, that, that was great to see, like trail running in Europe. Um, and they call that sort of like, almost like sky running um, is really popular. Like if you wanted to qualify for the UTMB, you could take your pick of races in like Spain and France. Like there's like loads of them to get your points to qualify for UTMB. Yeah. In Australia, we have two and there's one in one in New South Wales. Uh, sorry, one in New Zealand. I've got to go to like Thailand or go to Europe and do a race to get your, get your stones to get. And the, the Europeans really love their outdoor events. They eh? like the Tour de France and that, and they get on the side of the street and, and and just cheer them on the same that sounds exactly like what you're just saying there about the yeah the trial trial running yeah. yeah i think we don't realize that the population is so much bigger and everything's mm. a lot closer so just people know, oh, let's just go there and yeah. there's probably a lot of people getting over there now getting ready to go to the tour de france you might be people who are into running as well and go oh, let's go and watch that um and check, uh, check the show notes i'll put the youtube video link in it really good yeah. watch <clears throat> I got um, a little thing you mentioned earlier that Morton Bay Running Festival. That was the one you talked about a few weeks back on the long run with the railing rattling in the wind. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that was yesterday. That was the running side of it, and the triathlon side of it was this morning. Uh, so yesterday, I yesterday afternoon, okay. I think from three o'clock they did a half marathon. You could do a half marathon run single person, or you could do a relay. So ten point five something, slap hands and off you go. The second person goes. Ben Merlin won it yesterday. Oh, really. Yeah, he's uh, he said insanely windy, windy on the second lap, especially the second lap. He won it in thirty-four minutes thirty-two. 
and for a 10k for a 10k course it was really short too it was 9.84 which also betrays in liam gillians he was one of the members of the striders group we took on in the relay back at the um at the nunda crit track he got third overall so his time was 40 minutes 25 so which is a pb for him in 10k as well good um yeah good run i know that's fast um ben merlin 34 minutes 32 cracking time who won the half? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see anyone that I, I follow that did the half, but that was just on the, the um, on Strava. Strava, who I follow, so I got a, a I got a first and a third placing with um, people I follow. So yeah, um, must be a big weekend all round for them to do all that Saturday afternoon as well as kids junior events in the afternoon. Yeah, and it's the same time of year, man. It's so windy in the afternoons, eh? I need to do more morning events this time of year. I don't know why. It just starts off calm in the morning with a light breeze and then by the afternoon, it's just terrible. But yeah, that <laughs> that race started at quarter past four for 10K. Oh, man, the wind down there is horrendous. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yes, they are. are. But they're going to finish in the dark. Um, That was only 10K, so 34 minutes for Ben. So that would have been, you know, it's quarter five. Yeah, quarter to five, and even Liam, he got third place. That was 40 minutes, so you're looking at, yeah, 4.53. So I guess people that are running over 60 minutes have started to get a bit dark, but it's all lit up. It's all on the Esplanade there to Pelican Park and across the Hornybrook. So, yeah, smashing times, though. I'm trying to find there the was results another, now. There was another trail race on yesterday. It's called the Hightower Trail Race, um, Mount Cutha. Um, yep. I don't know, it was only 12K. Um, he says only. Okay. Um, so After first place, and that's pretty good though. I don't know what the elevation was, but in 52 minutes, 51, um, was Sean Pettit. Second, Oliver Waddingham. And third, Lee Bauer. Let's get the, um, I was just going to see if I've got the women's results here. That's pretty poor if I haven't. The elevation is about 500 meters. Yeah. Oh, if it? You, I compare oh, it to. I did, um, I did it last year. Yeah, there's there's some guys in that field, Nath, that are really good that weren't up. They were in maybe the top. They were in like you know maybe seventh or eighth that I know. So the guy who's won it was a bit quicker than them. So he's motoring at that time, like so. It's probably it a was tough, four seconds tough run. from first to second place. So they must have all obviously been a great together. race. So the first female, well done to um, um, Ashield Krig. She was uh, in seventh overall, but first female. Um, so, and then Emily in second and Stephanie in third. So, um, yep, well done. That's a lot of elevation over a short distance, eh? Yeah. 500 meters over a 10K. The BTU is like 700 something over the first 13K. So, which is killer, but 500 meters over 10K, that's pretty, that's 50 meters every uh, K. That's mm. like, it's a, it's, it's, it's fair play. You're going up yeah, the, fir- the first, um, the first K is 103 meters elevation. Oh, it's wow. 10%, 10%, 10% up, fine. Um, it goes straight up, um, half an hour. Yeah. Wow. Up there, all the way up to the uh, Channel 7 studios. Yeah. Who runs the Hightower Trail Race? Who runs that? Who's the mob? Mountain Goat. Um, Mountain Goat, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do the three races. Oh yeah, two it's, at Mount oh, Hood and one at um, 
Are they all 12, about 12K or are they longer? No, nah, they increase though. I think that's the shortest one, 12. And then the next one's about 18. And then the final ones back at Mount Kutha is oh. 20, 23. Yeah. That Mount Kutha one, is that the one where I ran with your number, Fraser? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. God, man, that's one of the hardest races I've yeah. ever done. That was just like, that was literally like up, down, up, down. Like you couldn't run up them. You couldn't run down them. It was brutal. Well, you guys need to come and do Mount Glorious uh, this year in uh, November. You you bottled out of it this year, didn't you? Why so, didn't we do that, Fraser? We still went. Fraser quite... was sick. Did you did they give you a credit for that, Fraser? Or did you just not worry? I didn't, didn't worry about it. Uh, you didn't run and then you um i think i just I wanted think. to film you yeah yeah, well, yeah we should do it this year because the start is a killer like the start is like just uphill <laughs> yeah 4k you cross that creek and then just went straight up yeah, yeah 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 we should do all do that because that's a good little start out there oh i won't be here for lake manchester which is another killer that's eight nine hundred meters elevation over 22 23k but um that was what 23k um Mount Glorious, that'd be a good run for us all to do. Yeah, I reckon we just get a car load of us and go. No one else got any news or anything they want to talk about? No, oh, I think purchase of the week. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Bang on. Fraser put me on to uh, one of his mates selling a bit of gear and um, he's has a treadmill to, to what looks like to you, me, or anyone else. It looks like almost brand new, I reckon. It's a couple of years old, but almost new condition, but top of the range for the, the platform it's um, that they're selling it as. So um, Three grand forward. new, isn't it? Is it 3,000 new? Yeah, three thing? grand. It looks almost you new. you got way. it a year old? Yeah, Fraser had a guess. He reckons he's only done 20Ks on it. Doesn't look like it's <laughs> even been walked on, to be fair. I'm looking yeah, at he reckons 20Ks. No, he hasn't, he hasn't even really properly like, run on it, I think. It's more walking. Yeah. So that's my purchase of the week. Looking forward to having a crack at that sometime. 850 bucks. Like yeah. A quarter of the price that you get yeah. it for now. From the specs, it almost looks um gym quality. It's got a three horsepower motor and um goes up to 22 Ks an hour and 12 degree incline. So pretty, pretty cool. And they're all preset. So you can just pick 22 Ks an hour or 20 or 18 or 16 and so on, you know? So they're all there ready to go. Man, that's, and that's really good for the doing the sessions because... You can have yeah. it going at say sixteen, and then when your rep finishes, you can hit, just hit nine, and it yeah. will just go damn slow right down. You can have your yeah, recovery yeah. when it's time to go again. Just go bang sixteen again. But they don't go in uh, like um, minutes per kilometer. They go in kilometers per hour, don't they? You have to yeah, work that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. It's just maths. <laughs> the tech guy sparling will have that covered. It's, 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 all, it's all in the head. You just got to find it. I use maths all the time, so. Thanks, thanks for the heads up, phrase. That's cool. I'm, gonna, I'm looking no, forward right, to using that. Yeah. I, next weekend. I just thought I'd ask if anyone wanted it. Yeah, definitely. I almost bought one a while back, but um, it's probably about the same age, but a little bit. I don't think it was the same spec, and it was a thousand bucks. So, yeah. yeah I mean, I would have, uh, I would have bought it, just replaced my one, and then sold my one. Like, <laughs> Has yeah. it got any warranty? Has it got any warranty on it? I don't think so. I think it, I looked on the on the internet. It says two year warranty. So I don't think it's out of warranty, but I'll be out of warranty in that. Yeah, I, I don't imagine there'd be too much wrong with it if it's only done twenty k's. No, it's just sitting. I think it, fold, it folds up as well. Yeah, yeah. They go forever. That's, those that's things. useful. Hey, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. All right. That's it, I think. Well, my purchase of the week oh, was, look actually, was actually a squat bar, which is offset. So you have the pads around the – comes over your shoulders, and you've got the two grips. Because I can't get yeah. my hands behind my neck to put a normal – my normal uh, barbell, you know, Olympic bar behind my neck. So it sits on your shoulders, but it's got pads coming in the front. You grab it. Did I send a photo to you guys? Nah. And then it sits and then offset. So the weight is still, it's forward. So it's like not too far back. And it sits there and you just, so you can put the plates on it and you just put it on my squat rack and get up under it. So I did a pretty good uh, squat session this week. I did about three sets of 60, uh, only 60K, but 60K squats. Um, Cool. So it's the first time I've done squats, proper squats with a barbell in a long time. You so. you got a purchase too, Fraser, today, did you? Yeah, well, because my mate, because he's uh, selling everything of his, out of his house because he doesn't want to pay for storage because he's having a house built. So he's just selling everything. Um, so I bought his like squat rack thing and it's got pull-up bars and all that so, and a dip bar and all that as well like to it so i've got it for that and a flat bench well now a bench that you can up and yeah. down 400 bucks nice yeah that's pretty good stoked you could sell that and make money yeah, yeah definitely yeah. and he's gonna then he's gonna store all his uh he's got a big dumbbell rack up to 25 kilos wow you don't want to sell that. I said, well, you can keep it at my house and just like, yeah, so it's going to store it at my house. So then I'll be able to use that too. Yeah. If you go the gear, why aren't you using it? It's going to be living in the complex where I live, like why he's having his house built. So yeah. Tell him you just take over. good care of it and make sure they all still work when you give them back. You can charge him a gym membership to come and use it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, we should wrap oh, it up there, boys. Yep. Um, if you uh, stay tuned, listen to the interview after this um, with Mark from LCS and um, check the show notes for all the information to their website and stuff like that. Magic. Cool. Catch you later, boys. Awesome. Have a good week, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. Peace in So we're at the LCS Recovery Center now. I've just done an hour here and um, oh, I'm feeling great now. I, I started off, I did half an hour on the, um, what, these, on the compression boots. Yeah. What's, yeah. The, what's the benefit of that? Um, so compression boots assist with blood flow, so which reduces muscle soreness and fatigue and that kind of thing. So they have variable settings, so you can up the pressure and down depending on your level of tolerance yeah. um, and how intense you want it to be. Yeah. But basically, if you're running, using your legs a lot, lifting heavy, that kind of thing where you s suffer a lot of delayed onset muscle soreness and fatigue and that sort of thing, they really help with that. Um, helps to reduce swelling in joints and all those kind of things. Um, just through the way it works is it just pressurizes, which reduces the blood flow, and then as it lets off, your body floods with blood okay. so yeah. just flood your body with nutrients and your legs with nutrients and that sort of thing so it's a pretty simple thing they use them in hospitals i i um i really enjoyed it like i felt like i could have fell asleep yeah <laughs> it yeah. was really relaxing eh? considering the noise that goes on in here um this is a really like it's a nice little space yeah. it's kind of nice relaxing it's dark you yeah. can 
most people just sit on their phones or go to sleep while it's on and then sort of yeah finish up and jump into the sauna or an that's, ice bath or that's what i did any I, of those things i went i went into the sauna after that and um so is this this is like a is it an led sauna ah so it's an infrared mm-hmm. sauna so the theory is um instead of your traditional steam sauna it's kind of heats you up from the inside yeah. um so it increases your body temperature not your skin temperature yeah so it works a little bit different um to a traditional sauna you also don't get that overwhelming sort of i can't breathe feeling yeah, yeah. so because it's a dry heat um, i still got a sweat on yeah it was just not yeah like it's not a, so overpowering it, yeah it's yeah. not so in your face so people can spend a little bit longer in here than what they might be able to in a steam sauna um but it's the same thing like it helps it clears out your body of toxins they fundamentally do the same things yeah um you burn a lot of calories in an infrared sauna so some, I've seen some studies around that sort of suggest if you do it's 45 minutes about a thousand calories so it helps with that sort of thing as well but main thing with these with this is it's getting rid of any bad things in your body it's helping um, activate heat shock proteins in the muscles and which they repair and assist in recovery and all that kind of thing as well um, they're really good for people with arthritis and joint and mobility problems oh. um, because of the heat so yeah, yeah. awesome and then um, the best best part of it, which is what I'm definitely going to be back to use, was um, the hot and cold baths. Um, the hot bath is it about? Is that say 40 degrees? The hot yeah, bath. Yeah, 40 degrees, so it's hot, hot. <laughs> it's really nice in there. And then the cold bath is at eight degrees, I think. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. So at, so what we've done is. We've taken away the need for ice and not having an exact temperature. So we can adjust it to within 0.1 of a degree um, of where it'll sit. So there's no ice, there's no, like it's a lot easier to use. It's one uniform temperature from start to bottom instead of your ice bath being sort of generally kind of really cold at the top. And then as you stir it up, it kind of mixes with the warmer water. Um, So it's a lot more accurate. So it's the same thing. It assists with muscle soreness and fatigue and all those kinds of things. Um, we do sometimes set it a little warmer because of some of the studies that have, are around, uh, particularly the Australian Institute of Sport, um, have shown if it's too cold, you get the same benefits if it's up to like 12 degrees, okay. but you don't have to be as tolerant to the cold. Yeah, so yeah. when we set it down to three, it's intolerable. Oh, you're in there yeah. for like 30 yeah. seconds and you want out. That it's around that sort of eight to 10, 11 degrees, yeah. you can sit in it a lot longer, get the benefits and effects out of it um, without the muscle strength, uh, the, the mind strength that yeah. needed to sit in that freezing water. So um, it's a very different thing. It's pretty new, not a lot of, it's not around a lot, um, but the hot to cold transfer, it's the same again. So it's like helping if you've got pains and aches and that sort of thing. We've had a lot of, a lot of, good things happen with people that have a lot of mobility problems so we've got a guy that comes in weekly um, who's had a stroke so he's starting to find he's getting some movement back in some of the muscles and that and he doesn't we don't actually know why it's just a nice byproduct of what he's doing he just tried everything else and thought this was worth a go so and he's finding some good good things with it that are happening to his body so yeah and it's great for like you get out you feel refreshed and energized 
A lot of people go home, they sleep fantastically. Yeah. Gives you something to focus on. Like I'm buzzing. Yeah. I'm buzzing. From, I think it's that's probably more from the cold side. Yeah. The, um, I was doing three minutes on, three minutes off. Oh, so, so, sorry. Three minutes in the hot, three minutes in the cold. I think I did that five times each. And as I sort of was getting through them, the cold was getting more tolerable. Yeah. As yep. it went on, the first one... I chickened out. I jumped out at two minutes because it was just so cold. I was shaking uncontrollably. But, yeah, I definitely got the hang of it. And I was just trying to focus and control my breathing and stuff. But, mate, this this is perfect for runners and athletes. Yeah. Yeah. It's great for people that are, especially like endurance-style athletes and um, even people that are used to using short bursts. Like, we're, you know, also a fight gym and there's a lot of fighters that use it at the end of the week when they're tired and fatigued yeah. um, to try and get them through fight camps and that sort of thing. So it's been a huge benefit for a lot of people from all different sports. Like yeah. we've got people that do Ironmans and triathlons and long distance endurance running and then people that are fighting and competing in different martial arts and yeah. seem to get very different results. And then, you know, people that have had strokes or cancer or you know different problems um that are able to use it and get some different benefits that we haven't seen so yeah it's been fantastic for a lot of different reasons the the whole actual center the whole facility is amazing you've got to get up here i'll put all the um the links to the social media and the and everything like that in the description of this um this week's podcast so you've got to come up here and check them out uh, LCS recovery is it called yeah, LCS yeah. recovery it's yeah awesome you get have to come up and have a look if you're if you're a runner if you're an athlete a fighter whatever get up and um, and and give it a go I'm sure you'll you'll thoroughly enjoy it Come kick it with me 